What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. You know, I want to talk about, and I talked about this so many times on my podcast, you know, guys that want to be great and that, and guys that already got it built in them. See, I watch young athletes each and every day play basketball, play football, play baseball, box, swim, track and field. And I noticed something. The youth are more skilled each and every generation, which is supposed to happen. But where they, where they are, where their strength is, as far as talent, their will is weak. You know, they give out a lot of participation trophies and then wonder why when kids get to the real world, they fall into a depression because they was never taught the value of winning, the value of hard work, the the value of hard, dedication. You don't believe me? When you go to youth football games, like Pop Warner games, what do you see? You see parents on the sideline cussing out the coaches, don't let the coach coach, fight the coach from the sideline, fight the referees, start shooting at games. Like, I'm I'm confused. And then people know a little bit of football, but they don't know the game of football. See, there's a difference. When you know the game of football, you can tell a good coach from a bad coach. A good coach that create plays and develop talent where you where there was none, opposed to coaches relying on talent and Madden plays to demonstrate how good their coaching value is. So when they get to the next level, their mediocrity. But if you don't do your research, you wouldn't have seen the comment. I noticed that. You know, playing for football for Baltimore City College, I noticed that. Coaches didn't develop talent. They handicapped the talent. And I say they handicapped the talent is the fact that because it's not hard to develop talent. You have to put in the time and energy, and a lot of coaches aren't willing to do that. A lot of coaches just want to win now. Just like a lot of teams in the professional level just want to win now and then realize it doesn't make sense. I'll give you a best example. The 49ers want to win now. They want to win now because they know their window will close as fast as I snap my finger. It's going to close. You got contract issues. You got people thinking they deserve more reps. All those things come into play. And then, you know, not that they are off topic, but I just saw that Greg Roman is being interviewed for offensive coordinator for the uh, Bears. And I just got to say my piece on this. From looking at Greg Roman being interviewed by the Chicago Bears, why? Why would you put Justin Fields, if you keep him, in that kind of situation? Why would you put him in that situation? Everybody can't be Lamar Jackson. Justin Fields is a runner. Yes. But Lamar Jackson has done it more than anybody else 
in NFL history. Better than anybody else in NFL history. Lamar Jackson is a -a one-of-a-kind player. Everybody can't develop the blueprints for that. There's a reason why Greg Roman failed on Buffalo. There's a reason why Greg Roman had trouble in San Fran. There's a reason why the Ravens let go Greg Roman after he performed Lamar Jackson with an MVP season. They couldn't throw the football. So why would you hire him? One, you got DJ Moore, who is, in my opinion, has to be a top 15 receiver. Top top 15 receiver. But if he used to go somewhere else, he would be a top 10 receiver, if not higher. See, this is what I'm saying. That doesn't make no sense. Greg Roman does not develop creative ways of throwing the football. This is the issue that we had about Justin Fields. He needs to be in the offense that throws the football and also run it. Look, like, the the evidence is right there in front of y'all. Look at what he did at Ohio State. He threw the football before he ran it. Like, come on, yo. It's not rocket science. Look at the fundamentals. Get back to what he does well. That's why when we watch basketball now, we don't see basketball players. We just see straight hoopers. One-on-one iso ball. Everybody just standing around. Everybody just standing around watching one player go off and the other players, you know, just stand around. Like I watched the highlight tape from, I mean, the highlights from the Nuggets versus the uh, the 76ers. When Joel B had the ball, I didn't see no screens. I didn't see no pick and roll. Every time Joel B got the ball at the top of the key, Joel B did his thing. Everybody was just standing around. That's not basketball. It's supposed, it's supposed to be motion offense. Motion is one of the easiest offenses to run. Everybody touches the basketball. That's how I said these coaches nowadays in football, basketball, are, are a joke. It's not that many. That's good. That's why I said John Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, and Mike Tomlin. These guys develop talent where you do not see it. As a special teams coach with John Harbaugh, he get to see everybody. And a defensive uh, a defensive uh, back coach, he knows secondary when he sees it. Brad John Harbaugh has developed some of the best talent on special teams and on the team itself. He's given opportunities to players that other teams would not. It is absolutely true. And then with Mike, uh, Mike Tomlin, the Steelers always do good at drafting receivers. Always. They got Antonio Brown, who might be the best receiver in their franchise history. Come on now. Come on. What are we really saying here? Come on. Mike Tomlin develops good talent in receivers. Like, I I, I don't understand. Then Bill Belichick, defense, 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 defense. He does well on coaching defense. He does well picking up good defensive free agents. 
He does well with developing talent on defense. I think he went to a camp where they had offensive linemen and the tackles, and they was like, what, fourth, fifth round? And he made sure he got some good pieces. That's why I think Bill Belichick should go to a team that's already, you know, established. And all he has to do is bring in winning culture. But, you know, it's not up to me. It's up to these other guys. But back to, you know, what I was saying in the beginning. There's no, there's a lot of talented kids out here. But a lot of them ain't got that dog in them. A lot of them don't. You see, and then a lot of them can't focus on the game of basketball because they worry about other things. Look at Mikey Williams. Mikey Williams is one of the talked about players, you know, in high school. But he was always worried about the wrong things. Then he got into a pickle, you know, with assault and a gun and all that. Bruh. And now he's been committed to University of Central Florida when he could have been committed to Kansas, Duke, all these other schools. See, this is why you got to surround yourself with people that's going to push you and not hinder you. LeBron James did that. Kobe did that. And I said Kobe did that because Kobe only surrounded himself with people that was going to motivate him. At a point in time, Shaq had that. Uncle Jerome and his father and his mom. They motivated him. Kobe, in a a certain way. Shaq has more motivation outside of basketball than he did when he played. But just think if Shaq really had the motivation like he does with his businesses and stuff. The sky would be the limit. But, you know, it is what it is. Everybody can't be, have them, everybody can't have talent like Michael Jordan. But everybody can develop hard work and dedication to develop talent. I mean, to develop a skill set like Kobe did. And it's funny how everybody disrespect Kobe, but not realizing Kobe Worked the hardest out of any basketball player you name. He worked harder than that. Kobe took it personal. Kobe made it. Made, Kobe had the mentality of how athletes should have when they get to play professional basketball. When you are a professional athlete, you don't have to worry about nothing else. You got money. The women are coming. You got money. The women are coming. You can take care of your family. Nothing else matters. Don't worry about nothing else. And really, you should just be worrying about making your money, creating generational wealth, investing it into businesses so you can have money outside the game. All the things Kobe did. All the things Kobe did. Same thing with LeBron James. He did the same thing. Same thing with Shaq. Same thing with Steph Curry is doing right now. Getting a lifetime deal with Under Armour. Putting Under Armour on the map again for basketball. Because a lot of people forget their basketball department wasn't that good. Not going to lie. Yeah, they had Joel Embiid. Yeah, they had Brandon Jennings. They was cool. But at the same time, it wasn't like it was now. See, Steph brought it along. And he's still feasting off of it. 
can't just rely on talent. You have to invest in hard work. Because talent will only get you but so far. Hard work can take you all the way. I've seen players that are less skilled than others beat players that was top ranked in their sport. I've seen it. And then people won't give them credit until they really look back and research of how they became what they became. Like people, like when it's come to this greatest of all time conversation, like what are we really debating? What are we really talking about? Everybody discredits everybody discredits Kobe. Why? Why are we discrediting Kobe? Everybody talks about well, Kobe got his first three championships with Shaq. No, don't stop stop saying that. Because if that's the case, then Michael Jordan wouldn't have six. Because Michael Jordan didn't get six rings until Scotty was there. But people won't say, well, when Scotty left, yeah, they had 50 wins. Cool. Scotty need Jordan. Jordan needs Scotty. And Dennis Rodman. And Phil Jackson. But let's be honest. When Shaq left, what they if we if we really measuring talent, Paul Gasol was good. But let's be honest, Kobe Bryant was the reason why the, why those guys was getting to the playoffs. Yeah, they came along and helped them out. Of course, it's kind of like the same team. Well, it's not really. The, it's like it's kind of like with Giannis. Giannis was getting there, getting having deep playoff runs to the semis, but then he needed help. Everybody needs help. If that's the case, we got to take away. The fact that LeBron James wouldn't have won two of his championships if he didn't have Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Dwayne Wade had already won one without LeBron James. So it's just, how do we measure greatness? Are we measuring it through accolades? Are we measuring it through pure skill? Because Kobe had the best footwork and the best skill set out of any player. In the NBA, he can take you out the dribble. He can dunk on you. He can shoot over you. And he can defend you. There's not many players that can have, that had that skill set. Michael Jordan couldn't shoot better than Kobe. LeBron James couldn't shoot better than Kobe. Kobe had better handles and better footwork than LeBron James and Michael Jordan. He was a better defender than LeBron James. See, we can go tick for tech, but I don't want to do that. I just came to evaluate y'all on the fact that it's a lot of people that don't know the fundamentals. And I say we need to get back to the fundamentals because it's very simple. Ray Lewis said it. You start in youth football, how to properly tackle. That was one of the Ravens' problems before Roquan Smith got here. The linebackers couldn't wrap up. And when you don't wrap up, you give the offense player more confidence. Sometimes it's okay you don't have to deliver the big hit. I prefer the tackle. Because the tackle can stop a possible touchdown, a possible first down. It could be a tackle for loss. A big hit, nowadays people don't know how to deliver big hits. Ray Lewis did. He delivered a big hit and a tackle. 
Some safeties don't know how to catch the football. But Ed Reed did. Sean Taylor did. Brian Dawkins did. Rob Woodson did. Troy Palomalu did. Like, locate the ball and catch the ball with your hands. That's why some of these receivers aren't successful. Tyreek Hill, I've noticed when he's in the stretch, he catches the football like a punt returner. He reminds me kind of like uh, Jacoby Jones. Receivers that catch the ball with the body, you know, that's not good because it always end up either it drops, pops up in the air, or it's a fumble. Because the safety come in to deliver the boom. But, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes we got to realize we got to get back to the fundamentals. Sometimes we got to realize we can't give everybody a trophy. And we got to explain to them why they didn't get a trophy. Don't just keep giving them participation trophies because they think they'll actually done something. And then they can hurt their confidence when they get to a certain level and the coach break it down to them like, yo, not going to lie, you trash. You be like, but what are all the trophies I got in my house? What'd they say? Participation. Good work. Nah. You got to put in that work. You can't just be satisfied with just being good. And maybe there are some out there that just satisfied being good. Don't put yourself in that conversation as a great player. Don't put, your, put you in a conversation as saying you're the best. That's even applied to in life. When you're used to getting what you want, you think you're the best. There's people out there that's hungry, that wants it, but just aren't giving the opportunity. But when the opportunity comes, and then people be like, where you come from? While you were sleeping, I was working. While you was hanging out with your friends, I was in the studio dropping bangers at the bangers at the bangers. While you was busy texting that shorty, <laughs> I was sending out my podcast, trying to get... Be noticed by Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith, you know, all the greats. It happens. The ground don't stop. Got to keep going. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson, Jr. See you.